Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. Today is the sixth and penultimate episode of the mini-series to celebrate the first 12 months of the podcast. Today's guest is Marvin Reed, an international business coach, speaker, trainer, and consultant to blue chip companies. After a long history working with enterprise organizations, he now has a passion for supporting SMEs. Marvin is an advisor for several startups and a mentor for the NatWest Business Accelerator Program. With over 20 years of experience in sales, marketing, branding, and social media, Marvin has successfully grown businesses to more than seven figures and has been involved in winning over £500 million worth of business. Via his company, Volume 2, his commitment to business owners worldwide and his no-entrepreneur-left-behind policy has helped thousands of entrepreneurs across many sectors transform their businesses to achieve their desired vision and, in many cases, go beyond it. Welcome to the podcast, Marvin. It's absolutely brilliant to be having this conversation today. Oh, it's fantastic to be here. I'm, I'm, I've been uh, looking forward to this one. Actually, um, obviously, we've known each other for a while, so yeah, it's great to be on your podcast. Thank you very much. So, I'm going to ask you the same question I ask all my guests: What is your money story? Wow. Um, I see. Oh, I don't know how. I don't know how long have you got. <laughs> It's funny because um, I think it's a question uh, that could be answered in lots of different ways. I'm going to try and make it as relevant as possible, really. When I think of um, money story, it always makes me think of um, where I started to where I am now. Um, because my mindset around money now is very different to what it used to be um, uh, in, in a lot of different ways, not just in respect to business, but in respect to um, you know, uh, the respect that I have for money, the, the idea of, um, you know, not chasing it, allowing it to come to you, all of those things really. Um, because I think when I was younger, I, I really, I was just, I just wanted to get it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And get as much of it as possible. And I think, um, you know, when you're younger, you, you really think that it is limited. But then as you get older, as you do more in business, you realize that, you know, there's there's money everywhere. And yeah. it's just a case of building out a strategy to sort of, um, you know, make make sure it finds its way to you. Um, so, yeah, I think um, my money stories is has been uh, one that's continuously unfolding and is still unfolding. 
And would you say you're more comfortable with money now as an adult than, and as a dad than you were yeah. when you were younger? Um, that's another good question. I think I, I'm definitely more comfortable with it now. Um, I think I, I don't chase it as, as much as I used to. Not That's not to say that I'll, I'm a multi-multi-millionaire and I don't want it. <laughs> but I just don't – I have a different um, process to to – getting it do you know what i mean yeah um i think there are as you get older there are other things that are more important i think um you know you have values you have morals what you're prepared to do for the money changes um you know uh, uh so i think I, I think that's changed that that's been the shift for me um as time has sort of has moved on and do you think it's, it's because we get more as we get older we get an appreciation that money is abundant it's time mm. that Absolutely. that runs out essentially and therefore we have to make more of our time and the money mm. will happen but creating more time won't absolutely and and it's it's that appreciation of time do you know what i mean and, and as i say all of those things kind of um happen almost sort of simultaneously and there's kind of the synergy happening you know you, you're as an individual you're getting older um, as an individual, your, your life structure is changing, whether you get married or have kids or whatever. So your appreciation of time is different. Um, and your appreciation of how you want to allocate that time is very, very different. Um, so all of a sudden, you know, to, it's one of the reasons I, I kind of decided to set my own business up because I wanted to be in control of my time. Um, that was like back in 2017. Um, and it was really, uh, I'd always wanted to, to run, um, a business, um, and had done in the past, but I think it came to the point where I realized that, hold on a minute, my own, um, aspiration to get to this, the top of the pack, whatever that pack is, <laughs> sort of be kind of, I, I sort of sat back and thought, well, actually, now I realize what it takes to get to the top of the pack working for someone else. And what that means in respect to time. Yeah. And I know that I'm not time, my time is not going to be my own. So now I have to make the decision, right? Okay. Well, how can I restructure things? Um, and uh, to, to sort of set my own company up and so on and so forth in order to have control over my time, but still, um, achieve that, um, sort of, uh, uh wealth, um, that I wanted. Yeah. Um, and also the understanding of what wealth means to me now in comparison to what it did then. And what does wealth mean to you now in comparison to then? Um, it, it's not all financial now. Do you know what I mean? It, it's to your point. It's time. It's um, it's family. It's um, connections, relationships. Do you know what I mean? Like wealth is more than material things now. It's more than um, than money. Money is absolutely important for sure, but. It's not the be all and end all now um, for me. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, absolutely. And I think you know it's been said so many times that you know money should be the enabler, you know, of all the dreams that you have in terms of creating a life that you are proud of, a life that you have no regrets because you didn't do certain things, and it should be about focusing on the legacy that you leave behind, not in terms of a financial legacy, but more people remembering the things that you did, the way that you you made them feel. And I think when we're younger, we just see money as being the 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 end purpose 
the accumulation of the money rather than all the things we get to do as a result of it enabling us rather than being the be all and all. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, for sure. Absolutely. And I I think as well, you know, when it comes to, you know, you said that you 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 started off you know working you know in in business in somebody else's business in in corporate etc and you decided to then run your own business was it something you'd always want you always saw yourself doing so starting off working for somebody and then working for yourself yeah because ironically i kind of dipped in and out of it a few times so um had sort of quite huge success uh working like some of my background is uh, i started off in the creative world as a designer and then um you know um moved over to running a design agency in london and uh um being a, a, a director there and and basically um exiting that and go thinking right you know because when i was at the agency i think we were doing uh, fluctuating between sort of 1.5 to 3 million a year um but it, there was always that kind of aspiration to, to, to feel okay well what will 100 million feel like or what will 150 million or 200 million turnover feel like so i exited that and actually went and joined a, a large corporate organization um and that was sort of like you know two and a half thousand staff 15 offices it was uh, everything that i was looking for and it was the t- type of challenge that i was looking for but um again you know as you as you sort of climb you realize okay well once you get past a certain point, there's going to be a certain level of requirement in terms of your time, and there are certain sacrifices that you need to make in order to to continue climbing that ladder. Um, and so, I think as much as I always wanted to be uh, an entrepreneur, and I'd always dipped in and out of it and ran sort of business or work worked as a freelancer, um, my uh, aspirations had always pulled me back in because I thought, well, I could I could learn a bit more before setting up my, uh, my own business. Like volume two, uh, the irony of volume two is that this brand, this idea, even the logo and everything about it um, was created years and years and years ago and almost put in a box or left on a hard drive with a whole purpose to come back to it. Yeah. And then that will be the, the company that I want to run at this point on my roadmap. Do you know what I mean? Like I had yeah. everything all kind of planned out. Um, and it was just literally, uh, the feeling that, you know what, I, I, I want to know what it feels like to do a hundred, hundred million deal. I want to know what it feels like. And it was just that constant. And, and I almost had to give myself a talking to, to, to sort of say, well, hold on a minute. Not only are you now not in control of your time, but when is enough enough? Yeah. Like when you get to that. So the, the biggest deal I ever worked on was 400 million. When, if I kept going, like you know when would it have been enough to yeah. sort of say stop if i if i hadn't decided what well, you know what this this is enough because even um down to children sort of uh i, I even said to myself if i don't actually start now when i'm gonna start <laughs> because i just put it off and put it off and put it off so yeah yeah um definitely entrepreneurship was always on the on the cards for me for sure See, that's interesting it never was for me at all you know for oh, me no i never yeah. had yeah. any aspirations to run my own business at all and I think that's partly mm, because, mm. you know, my parents were, you know, of the of the generation that, you know, had had a job and you stayed in that job. You got promoted and you stayed in that job mm. until you retired, mine too. essentially. Mine too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mine too. Yeah. And I don't think it was only when my husband set up his own business 
did mm-hmm. I then actually start to see the opportunities that mm-hmm. were there to manage my own time, to be around for my children. And that was the big driving force for me is yeah, not yeah. missing anything because I was in London and the children were in nursery and then in school, mm. you know, an hour and a half away. What would you see or would you like your own children to do? Because I've thought about this with my children. Do I want them to follow a similar career path to me, go into corporate to begin with, to mm-hmm. have that training, to have that team camaraderie, to go through the process of promotion and leadership, etc., or to encourage them to go straight into business? And I'm not quite sure at the moment mm. you know, where where I'm thinking I want them to go. They will decide. But with regards to your children, mm-hmm. what do you feel is, is the route that you, you'd encourage them to go down? Yes, it's a really good question, actually. Um, hmm. I actually, I, I, I would separate it. I would say that it's it wouldn't necessarily be a route. It wouldn't necessarily be corporate or not corporate. Yeah. I actually think that I, I'm more um would be communicating to them to be open minded and to and to actually have a plan have a plan as long as you have a plan i'll be happy do you know what i mean because so this so often i see um not just with young people but, but people in general they're just drifting f- through life without a plan so there's no pl- plan to go corporate or to not go corporate or as long as there's a reason behind your actions because this is the thing we don't know what the landscape's going to be like in 10 years time. You know, if, if you look at social media, social media wasn't what it is today, 10 years yeah. ago. Um, you know, um, even, uh, audio apps, clubhouse is only sort of like two years old. Yeah. Um, so, um, and, and then all of the others that followed clubhouse, LinkedIn audio, Spotify, Facebook, all of the others that followed are even younger. So who knows what the landscape's going to be in another 10 years time? Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. another five years time? Um, there may be other opportunities that, um, I am not aware of or not versed in. Do you know what I mean? I've been doing been uh, sort of sales marketing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Haven't even been invented yet. I've been doing what I've been doing now for 20 years, you know, sales marketing, running and so on. It, you know, there might be a new app that's launched tomorrow, next week, next month that has a two, three, four, five year run. And that's the biggest opportunity to be involved in you know at the moment everyone's talking about sort of tiktok and and all of these other things that that give you lots of reach and and um and engagement or whatever but so it's for me it's just about being open-minded and have a plan um and and try and be aware of everything that's going on because i think what a lot of people do is concentrate on just as i say drifting along through life and enjoying yourself and having a great time all of which is important but I think if you're, if you want to be successful, you have to be, you have to have a plan and you have to be aware. Yeah. You know what I mean? Both self aware and also externally aware of everything that's going on. So that's, I think that's what I would communicate to them more than anything else. It doesn't have to be corporate. It doesn't have to be, to be, um, entrepreneurship, but let's have a plan of some, some sort. Do you know what I mean? So you make one choice left or right or, you know what I mean? And have so you that, always that had a plan? Me. You know what? It's, it's a really good question. And I've thought a lot about this over the last few years because now as I really, really get comfortable in sort of my skin and get comfortable in my, um, the ethos and mantra or whatever you want to call it, 
Um, you know, my big thing is, is helping entrepreneurs build roadmaps to success, but helping them to get clarity around the vision. Um, and I'm super passionate about it. And when I think back, I'm trying to, I, I always think that there's clues in the journey that you have. Do you know what I mean? To, that, that help you to realize um, the direction that you're going in and why you're doing what you're doing now or how you got to this, this point. Um, and I'm struggling to find the starting point because there's lots of clues sprinkled all the way through. You know, I, I, I've never really been one. I like to surprise people, but I've never been one for surprises. I'm not a very big gambler. I don't like losing. I like to strategize and plan for things so that I can have a um some kind of um not guaranteed but i I, i've got a good idea of what that outcome is going to be do you know what i mean um one of the reasons i I invest in property because for me there's a formula to it and i I, and if you figure out the formula then you're going to get a specific outcome so i've always been a little bit like that and i've and i've been thinking a lot about sort of okay well what was it like as a child And 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 all of the clues are all there but i just i struggle to find the beginning do you know what i mean so um, to answer your question, I've always kind of wanted to have a plan in place. I suppose, yes, but I'm much more mindful of it now. Um, and I'm much more pragmatic about it now. So now I am, I know that I'm actually building a roadmap because I know what a roadmap is and I yeah. know what, um, the milestones are and I know the importance of the vision. So I've got the knowledge to back up all of the, sparks of ideas that i had previously whereas before i didn't know what a roadmap was when i was was a kid i just i just knew how i liked things to be and how i liked um you know to put things together really and do you find having that approach to having a roadmap and being um how do i put this you know you meant when it when it comes to money you know you it doesn't have that same control over Mm -hmm. you it's more Mm -hmm. about where you're going on your roadmap and the money will come to support how you get to the destination and what you do in that destination or do at mm-hmm. that destination. Is it because you are very clear, you know, you have that clarity on, on what your vision is and therefore you're, you're much more than relaxed about how you're going to get there and what you need to actually get there. You just trust in the process that it'll be there when you need it. Absolutely. You you literally just said what I was about to say, trusting in the process. And seriously, because um I think once you you have um a structure in place and you 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 are aware of the fact that you've done this before and it's worked before and this is this is how um you know you've got a track record of it working, you can trust in the process. And um, you know, I add that to all of the things that I've also picked up along the way. So learning about money mindsets and, you know, the in-debt m- mindset and the rich money mindset and all of those things um, are also important because um, that's one thing, actually. And I talk about this a lot. That's the one thing that no one mentioned when um, I was setting up the business, you know, even before that, like no one was talking about um, mindset years and years ago no. at all. No. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's money mindset or or um, mindset in business or or motiv- none of that thing, do you know what I mean? Motivation was just a generalization, and I think um, that's a, a very very important um, uh, conversation that I, I try and have a lot, or I try and interweave in, into the, the the talks that I do, or or you know when I have strategy sessions with clients, I, 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 because the mindset part can actually be the banana skin um, that that messes everything up, you know? Yeah. 
Ab- absolutely. You know, people will very ask, often ask me, you know, why I do what I do. You know, what, what, how is my money story related to what I do? And actually, my money story is not related to what I do at all. It is related mm. to the confidence that you need in order to have the right relationship with money. You don't get confident because you have the right relationship with money. You get the right relationship with money because you have self-confidence. And, you mm-hmm. know, when I was a child, as you, it was not, mindset was, wasn't a word. It, it wasn't spoken mm-hmm. about. But positive mm-hmm. mental attitude was. And my mum gave me PMA, positive mental attitude, in bucket loads. She never Mm. allowed me to underachieve or to accept underachieving. She never Mm. allowed me to get away with being anything less than I was capable of achieving. And I think it's exactly as you said, you can have the best strategy in the world. You can have the best strategist present you with a strategy on how to, how to have the most successful business. But if you don't have the mindset to believe you can deliver on that strategy, that the outcome will be what the outcome was meant to be, then you're, ne- you're never, ever going to have that success. And I think it still, still mystifies me now why mindset is not part of the curriculum in school yeah. mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. all the most successful children are successful because they have been given largely because some children have not but still manage it because they do it for themselves but it's largely mm-hmm. because they've been brought up to believe they damn well can do it it takes yeah. hard work but they can do it it won't be easy but they can navigate their way through the obstacles that are in front of them because mm-hmm. they can navigate their way through the obstacles in front of them. And I think mm-hmm. you know, what you said is spot on, right? The mindset piece is something that almost floats in from the ether and we kind of go, oh, yeah, we need to work mm-hmm. on it yeah. here. And when no we one talks that, about it. No. Yeah. No. no and how big it. a difference has that been to you in what you do and how you now have this roadmap for your life? Mm. Uh, oh, it's a game changer, really. Um, and and look, I I, I I preface all of that by by because I don't want to sound like oh I've always had it all figured out and it's been really easy. Because look, um, the reality of the situation is life is always going to throw hurdles in your way. Absolutely, it's just it, it's just ha- um, how you train yourself to be good at hurdling. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you have you actually have to um, figure out okay. You know, I don't like getting hit by these hurdles anymore. How can I actually make sure I get over them uh, properly without touching them at all? And then it's about right. Okay, now I've figured out how how to get over them. Um, I'm pretty good at this hurdling thing now. Now, how can I do it quickly and quicker? Do you know what I mean? Because you know, I, I've suffered from burnout as well. Do you know what I mean? Because I love what I do, and because I'm, I, I, you know, I throw myself into my work. And um, I think you have to. I always talk about a business roadmap and a life roadmap. So um, I think it's as important to understand that you are not indestructible. Um, or, you, you know, you you are a human and you will, um, if you don't eat right, you will sort of burn out. If you don't get enough sleep, sleep is my 
thing. I, I'm terrible, terrible, terrible. Get to sort of one to the morning and forget that, you know, the kids are going to get me up at six. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, you, you, so I, I, I'm always trying, I'm always very mindful of um, eating and, and sort of water and all the other aspects I, I'm not too bad on. Um, but it's, it's a case of trying to get that synergy between everything and, and, um, recognizing that no matter how good you are and how, or how good you get at the strategy piece, how good you get at building out the roadmap. And, um, you know, uh, when I think of myself, you know, how easy, it doesn't matter how easy I find that stuff, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. So you have to, um, make sure that you're conditioning yourself to deal with the disappointment that comes along the way as well. Yeah. Um, and not sort of becoming a bit complacent by, you know, everything. Oh yeah. Everything seems to be all right now. So I'm going to sort of stop, uh, working on myself. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't need to, because everything's cool. Like yeah. everything may not be cool next week or next month or, you know, next year. So exactly. Yeah. And I, th- you know, I think, I think the gift of understanding the importance of mindset of mindset is actually having that awareness that you are going to have setbacks, that you are going to get in your own way, mm-hmm. that you are going to get comfortable to recognize those signs and then not allow yourself to have the excuses. Oh, I, I you know I, I won't, I won't make myself visible to my audience today. It's fine because I was visible, you know, a week ago, or mm. I'm not going to show up at this particular meeting because it doesn't matter. I went to it 10 days ago, whatever. And, but recognize actually you are creating those excuses that eventually is going to cause you to stumble and find it harder to get up again. Cause like you, you know, I have, you know, mindset block or, and if I don't like using the word block, even it's not a block. It's actually you standing in your own way and trying mm. to find an excuse to justify why you're not going to do the thing yeah. that is making you feel a bit uncomfortable or you're not going to do something because you're overly comfortable as well because that can be be just as dangerous so i think when it comes to mindset it isn't about having all the answers because new levels new devils it's just actually recognizing that you are the one that is stopping you from moving forward and that might be procrastination it might be comparatonitis it might be imposter syndrome because all of those things don't know whether the same for you but they still happen to me and you know for me I try to see it as happening for me now and I have to stop myself and work at okay you're feeling like this what is that causing you to do what is it causing you mm. not to do what is the end result going to be if you don't change it? And I think that is when you can utilize mindset to its best effect. It's not about never, ever not having mindset issues again. It's exactly as you said. It's realizing it much more quickly and choosing, are you going to do something about it? I love what you said there, actually, um, you know, trying not to use the word block. And that's why... I, 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 there was a quote actually, um, which is why I always think of a hurdle because if you think of a hurdle, it's always something that you can get over. Um, and, um, what was the quote? I think it was, um, in life, you're going to have many hurdles. Don't make yourself one of them. Do you know what I mean? In life, you've got many hurdles. Don't make yourself one of them. And it's that idea of that, you know, so many people 
Um, they talk about all of the different reasons as to why they can't do something. But the number one reason is nine times out of 10 is, is, is themselves. It's, it's within their own mind. They're making all, all of these, um, these reasons, you know, they're not recognizing that they are in the driving seat. Um, they're making the decisions, whether it's about money or, you know, or business or, or, you know, the life roadmap or business roadmap, you're in the driving seat. So you choose, I always say, even down to the people that you have around you or the people that you hang around, you know, if you're feeling that these people are influencing you in a bad way, you, you make the decision as to where you go or who you hang around with. So, um, so yeah, I, I definitely think, um, it's important to, to remember that, you know, that, that not to make yourself one of those hurdles that you sort of have to get over. And I like the word hurdle rather than mm. block because yeah with yeah. a block you can't see past it you can't see mm. through it with a hurdle you can of course see around it see through it so you do mm. actually know what you are missing out on what's beyond that hurdle so it's a much Absolutely. more inspirational image to have in your head rather than when i hear the word word block i think mm. of a you know a huge concrete block that literally yeah. you can't see your way in front of, and therefore you can fool yourself. You're not missing out on anything. There's nothing beyond that that I really want to see. Whereas with a hurdle, you can actually see what's beyond and what you're missing out on. So I, I feel some content coming. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I, uh, last week or the week before, um, I saw something on Facebook that somebody shared with me. Um, or to share, not with me potentially, but I saw it. And mm -hmm. it was Brené Brown talking about, I think, her latest book. Um, and she said um, something along the lines of, in life, you should look to connect, not to control. Mm -hmm. And she was referring that, you know, to situations and to relationships, etc. And when I listened to her, my 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 immediate thought was, oh, that's a great lesson for parenthood, particularly for me at the moment with my 16-year-old, um, learning to connect with him, not to try to control him. He's, you know, he's past that age, really, where I can successfully mm. control him, unfortunately. And mm. then I realized that actually it was a really good way to think about money as well, to connect okay. to your relationship with money rather than controlling your relationship with money because control does have lots of of negative connotations to it coming back again to you know to, to, to money and, and your relationship with money how going forward are you going to drive that relationship for you in terms of your roadmaps both for your business and your personal life in terms of connecting with it and not controlling it so how am i going to drive my relationship forward with money yeah mm, I, I think um i don't know I, I think when you think of driving something it always i um visualize i'm a bit of a, a visual thinker so i, I when the, the idea of driving something is the, it, it, it means that you're forcing it do you know what i mean like yeah. you it, it's an effort uh, and i think that's something that um I really want, I, I, I want to try and have things in flow. Do you know what I mean? 
So I'm all about multiple um, uh, streams of income, and, and and I know a lot of people don't like that word, but I think it's important. I do. Um, so yeah, well, yeah. This is, this, some people some people think that oh, you know, everyone talks about multiple streams of income, and and no one focuses on the one. Yeah, absolutely, focus on the one get great at the one and then figure out how you can turn that one into two or three or four because again it comes back to what is your vision what what you know what is the plan what is the thing that you're running towards and for me i want to buy back as much of my time as possible so if i can create lots of uh, you know multiple re- revenue streams so that i am less busy um then to me that's what success looks like um and i think you know, to answer your question, you know, how am I driving money? I, I don't want to drive it. I want it to flow to the point where, you know, the the flow just keeps increasing and increasing and I am less involved in the pushing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think that you can actually do that. It's about setting up, um, you know, lots of vehicles um, that are going to do the work for you. So when I think of um, that and again, I'm visualizing it as you ask the question. Um, that's what I want to do because I'm, I'm thinking past myself. I'm thinking of legacy. I'm thinking of my children. I'm thinking of their children. So how can I get this money to flow, uh, to the point where, um, you know, all my children need to do is add to the vehicles or to make sure that the vehicles don't stop fl- um, the flow of the money. Do you know what I mean? And their children after them do the same. And that's, that generational wealth, um, that's basically what I'm, tr- what in my mind I'm trying to build. Um, because I, I, I think as parents, that's kind of probably, I don't know if everybody is, is as concerned about this, but as a parent for me, I want to make sure that, that what I'm building can be built on, you know, built, built up. Do you know what yeah. I mean? By, by Added others two. who come after me. And yeah. two rather than <laughs> wiped out. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So it's just it, it's just about building that solid foundation, really, um, rather than um, sort of focusing on just pushing the money, pushing the money. Because it, it, if I think about just pushing the money and trying to force it, and it, you know, I see visions of like forcing square pegs into circle holes and things like that. But then, you know, to me, that's that's creating something that could potentially fall down. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Rather than if everything's in flow and and you've got all of these vehicles that um, you know, are well oiled and are doing the work for you, you know, then I can be thinking about other ideas and other things. And I can be focusing on, you know, teaching my children, um, the lessons that, that they need to, to be taught in order to keep everything running smoothly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, that's not just about business, but about life. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of how I would answer that question. Yeah. Really. And it's interesting because I've trademarked, you know, two little strap lines essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, where mindset goes, money flows and where mindset mm-hmm. goes, money grows. And Are I. Are they think, not gone already? No. No. Really? No. Wow. No. So wow. I, exactly. There's, wow. there's a, there's a very, and I can't remember what, what the similarity was. It wasn't mindset. There was something else. So I was able mm-hmm. to trademark them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's very representative of what you said there. Mm-hmm. When you find something that works and, you know, the income starts to, to flow to you without you overly having to force it, push it, be concerned about it, etc. It does allow you to become more creative. It does allow you to 
trust in the universe, in, in, in whoever you trust. And, you know, I've noticed that over the last 12, 18 months or so, mm, the more I've yeah. trusted in the process, the more I've focused on the core thing that I want to, to do and achieve, all the other things I've spun off from that have all led into that, that ultimate, you know, kind of goal that, you know, that I'm, that I'm moving towards. It's not necessarily about creating generational wealth per se for me it's more about creating for my children the example of the art of the possible you know really mm. believe you are you are capable of achieving something make a decision what that's going to be you know and and go for it and not to feel limited by their experience you know during their childhood or be limited by what they have seen their their parents achieve. And for me, over the weekend, both my children, my eldest is 16, my youngest is 14, we've all agreed we're going to go into a brand new business together. And that's when I kind of felt as though I got the blue tick as a parent. Actually, my yeah, children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, I've got the blue tick as a parent. Fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that mm. just really filled my heart to think that they have kind of developed that that entrepreneurial spirit. They want to mm. see where this, you know, could take them. And that I, I think that for me, you know, it is is the legacy almost, you know, I've I've wanted to create is that is that belief that it's as you've said, you know, money is 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 abundant. Money is mm. is, is never ending. As long as you truly believe it is there for you. You've just got to work mm. out a way of making it happen for you. And I think Yeah. As business owners, you know, we can get really, really excited because we, it's like you said earlier on, you know, you've got to believe that you can do it. And if you believe you can do it, it's then finding a way to make it happen. So you were going to say something. 100%. No, no, no. I love what you're saying. Um, and yeah, I'm, 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 you're, you can, you can take hurdle. I'm going to take that blue tick as a parent. I like that. <laughs> but, um, I think it, it, there's, I just want to circle back to one thing. Yeah. Because, um, I know you're saying it's not about generational wealth for you, but here's the thing in teaching your children, um, everything that you just said, you know, in terms of, you know, the, the art of the possible and all that kind of stuff, that's still an aspect of generational wealth. Yeah. Because it's not, yeah. it's not just, it's what we teach them as well and the yeah. mindset that we, we help them to develop as well as, you know, um, you know, what we're creating that they can build on because ultimately, hopefully he, that mindset is then carried forward to, to, um, you know, your children's children and so on and so on and so forth. And, uh, because uh, you said exactly the same as, as myself, my parents weren't talking about entrepreneurship. And, and as a matter of fact, I think if I'd have said it at a young age, they would have been like, no, you're crazy, you know, study, get a job. You know what I mean? Make, you go pension. to university, get a pension. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, all of those things. Yeah. Um, and that's not to, to, to slight them at all, but, uh, or say that what, you know, what they were doing was bad at all, because all of us are, um, acting based on what we've been through in the journey. Products of our environment. Exactly. Products of our environment. Yeah. So they would have been, 
um, you know, teaching us the lessons that were taught to them and also based on the struggle that they had at their time and, you know, everything that was happening in their life and no internet and all this, that, the other and all this. I mean, right now, we, you know, we have so much opportunity. And as I said, in another 10, 20 years, there's going to be even more opportunity. So, you know, social media, uh, technology is going to move forward again. So I think, you know, to be teaching them those things is still a form of, um, you know, giving them the, the, the tools from a mindset perspective to actually achieve generational wealth and to, 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 you know, to build something for themselves. Um, and I love the fact that you're all sort of coming together to create another company. That's, that's awesome. I know. Absolutely. And it's, it's something completely different outside of anything that mm-hmm. my husband and I, you know, have ever done before. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and that's exciting as well. And I think that's what I love about the whole thing about being an entrepreneur is mm-hmm. actually, it's, it's not a very good analogy that's sprung into my head, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know, I, I, like an octopus with, mm-hmm. you know, lots of tentacles mm-hmm. and just being able to try out different things and, know that you have the the experience and the the drive and the the hard fought scars to a certain extent that allow mm. you to know it's, it's you know, a route to success is never going to be a linear one it's never going to be necessarily an easy one but if you keep plowing and keep plugging away at it then you are going to get to where you know to where you want to with that particular enterprise that particular business as long as along this journey of life and i think this is what clubhouse this is where you know where we met each other on clubhouse mm-hmm. this is what clubhouse has done for me is demonstrate the importance of a connection demonstrate the importance of you know building a network mindfully realizing that there will be people along that journey that may disappear for a while, but at the right point in time, you will come back to them and Mm. be reminded, you know, yesterday on LinkedIn, um, through a little project someone's running for me at the moment, um, it reconnected me with somebody who I haven't had a conversation with for 12, 14 years or so. And he has introduced me into a reunion group that he's put together for a group of people that I haven't heard from in 12, 14 Mm. years. But the feeling of camaraderie that's given to me to think, oh, my goodness, how are they doing? Have they got children? Have they got married? Have they got divorced? Have they remarried? Mm. Where are they working now, et cetera, et cetera. And it kind of goes back to that same strange analogy of the octopus to a certain extent Mm. of, you know, these different networks, these different tentacles, these different opportunities. And if I hadn't become an entrepreneur, I don't think my mind would have been as open to the art of the possible mm. as it is now. And that, you know, that certainly excites me. And it leads me to ask you the next question. What's next for you? Wow. Um, yeah, I think um, for me, so I, I, obviously I, I, I wrote that for myself and I have my own vision of what, I, you know, the, the direction I'm going in and what I want to achieve. Um, but I think uh, what's next for me really is, is there's lots of things on my roadmap. There's books there's um building out um sort of courses for people i mean my passion really is to help entrepreneurs um and you know when i see them achieve success i actually 
I, I kind of like that fills me with a bit of energy. It's almost like, you know, um, I, I've achieved something myself, even though it's totally, to, totally them. So I think, um, I, I, I have all of these things on, on my roadmap. And when I think of what's beyond the vision, it's quite funny because I avoided the whole, um, tag of business coach for a very, very long time. Like I just felt like, Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to be associated with, you know, the idea of, of, being a business coach oh no 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 because in my mind it was kind of like i'd come from the corporate world so yes a consultant if you were a consultant that's cool but the idea of a business coach it was it was almost too close to the whole kind of life coach coaching conversation and and it was only when i started to meet more individuals who were doing it and and start to see all of the different aspects of sort of coaching and and also the fact that whether I liked it or not that's what I was doing because I was working I was having strategy sessions with entrepreneurs and then they'd say to me right cool you know can we continue to have one-to-ones thereafter just to make sure these things are working and and you it's what I was doing anyway so I had to almost come to terms with right okay I'm I'm kind of doing it and I suppose this is a, a bit of what I am and it's just one aspect of my characters one aspect of of the business now um and the similar thing has happened with sort of doing more speaking and uh, engagements and things like that, because I'd always done it before and, I'd, you know, spoke in front of large organizations, but it would all, it was always on behalf of someone else. So it was always for the organization um, or for the company. And yes, it's still, you could argue it's still for the company, but now, um, you know, on my roadmap, I'm starting to identify, right, okay, um, my road, my roadmap looks a bit different now. Because now I'm thinking about, right, okay, um, the books, the courses, the speaking, I'm starting to plot all of these things out and, right, figure out, okay, well, what's, if this is the new, if you've got further clarity around the vision, what's beyond the vision now? And I think all of those things are, are in the future for me, for sure. Um, I just want to do more of what I enjoy. Um, and I think, again, going, thing, taking the conversation full circle back to what you asked me originally, um, I think that's it. I think when I was younger, I was, I was trying to do things maybe for other people, trying to do things that other people were telling me were the right thing to do, trying to do things that, um, you know, again, trying to force things to happen, chasing the money and all of those things. Whereas now I just want to do more of the things that I enjoy and, um, and, you know, getting paid to do it is a fantastic byproduct of that. Um, and, and yeah, that, 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 just do more things that make you happy. I think that's what everybody should, that should be everyone's sort of aspiration, really. Yeah, they can do more. I love that. So how can people connect with you, Marvin? Yeah, um, so they can connect with me via um, the, the website, which is um, volume2.co.uk. Um, it's T-W-O rather than the number. Um, or I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, if you head over to Marvin Reed, feel free to follow me there or DM me. I'm also on Clubhouse, as you are. Um, so yeah, yeah, in any of those ways, um, uh, Instagram as well. I'm on Instagram now as a result of being on Clubhouse. I'm on Instagram. I would never used to bother with Instagram. Um, just because I always felt that it was not necessarily, um, I think I just used to enjoy LinkedIn a lot more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm on Instagram as well as, um, volume two official. Um, Perfect. So yeah. 
Yeah. So we'll make sure that all those details are in the show notes so people can easily yeah. connect Fantastic. with Thank you. you very much. Thank mm. you very much for your time today. I have loved having the opportunity to get to know the most handsome man on Clubhouse. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> oh, A little bit better. So thank you very much you, for your you, time. But James to thank for that. Exactly. Thank Mr. You. James Bird, <laughs> he is to blame. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Marvin. Thank you very much. Take care. No, it'll be great to speak to you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to better understand your relationship with money, then please head to the resources section on my website, the Money Confidence Academy, and download my monthly Money Mindset Audit. This will allow you to create a benchmark for where your relationship with money is right now and allow you to continue to measure it on a monthly basis as you do the inner work to improve it. You will also find a copy of my Money Archetypes Assessment at the same time, which will allow you to start to really understand which are your three primary money archetypes driving your relationship with money and how to use this information to make, spend, keep and invest more money. Or if you are a female online business owner, why not join my free Money Confidence community over on Facebook? A link to the group and other ways to connect with me can be found in the show notes. Finally, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, please do tell others about it. And I would love it if you rated it and gave a review.